0: You're listening to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. This podcast is for the women who's ready to own the fuck out of who they are. To stop apologizing for their brilliance, their bodies, and their badassery. If that sounds like you. You're in the right place. Hey, what's up friends, man, it feels good to be podcasting again. Did you miss me? I missed you too. (laughs) Welcome to the brand new energy and vibe of the unleash your voice podcast. First and foremost, I want to thank every single human being who still was listening to the podcast during my little hiatus, my unpronounced hiatus from the show. I want to give you a major shout out. You guys are amazing. You guys kept the show going even when no new episodes were coming out. And that's amazing. You guys like, you mean the world to me. And I got to be honest, it's kind of scary unleashing, (laughs) unleash, uh, unleashing this brand new branding into the world because with every new level, there's a new layer of who you are that the world gets to see. And it's really incredible. And for all my other entrepreneurs or people who have personal brands or people who just, love to express themselves in this world, whether you're an artist or whatever, you have another side business that you're working on and you love getting your work into the world. It can feel terrifying when you are showing a new part of who you are. It can feel freaking scary when you are taking something that maybe you've been doing for a while consistently and you're changing it because with that, there is the risk that people aren't going to like it. There's the risk that you're going to lose loyal people who have been with you since day one. And there's a risk where maybe it's not going to really take off, but with all that, I want to encourage you to every single time you feel a fear of holy shit, people might not like this. Holy shit. What if no one gets it? Holy shit. What if people don't agree with it? Every single moment that you want to express yourself, you want to go bigger. You want to unleash a new layer of who you are. You want to share a new part of yourself with the world. Fucking do it, do it, (laughs) walk with the fear, walk with the holy crap. What if people don't like it? Keep moving forward with every single moment. We have a decision where we can either expand into more of who we are, or we can shrink back and we can let someone else hold the reins. And I would encourage you, this is what this show is all about to take your power back in every single moment and go bigger when in doubt, go bolder, when in doubt, have courage, when in doubt, fucking do it, (laughs) right? Just fucking do it. So with that, I want to get into the new energy, the new vibe of the show. And this episode is going to be a little bit different than most of my episodes. I have not actually talked about my personal story on this podcast for a really long time. And I've talked about myself on other podcasts and shared my story, but I haven't really put it all together and had a podcast episode that was just like, Hey, this is where I came from. This is where I'm at right now. This is what I'm working through and pulling the curtain back on why I do this work in this world. So that's what this podcast episode is going to be. I'm so freaking excited for the new energy of the show. It's exactly that. It's pulling back the curtain. It's no more bullshit fluff. It's bringing on guests who have real shit to talk about. Like, of course, my guests, I freaking love them. Every single human that I've had on the show, I love them. They have so much value to give. And I'm excited to go even further with that and ditch just the whole like motivational fluff and talk about real things and share with you guys real behind the scenes and how we move through things so that we can grow. And so that we can be the biggest, best leader in our own life, because we lead ourselves first. And it's really, really exciting to be able to have a platform to do that. Because I think, especially now in this day and age, like with everything going on, we are craving reality. We are craving people to be like, Hey, it's okay to not be okay and not have to consistently hold ourselves together. I think something is happening really beautifully in this world right now where every veil is kind of being like taken away and we're seeing each other for who we really are. The good, the bad, the ugly, the amazing, all of it. And standing that vulnerability is fucking amazing. (laughs) So that's exciting. That's what you can expect from the show. So if you don't know who I am, Let's just let's just take a take a step back in memory lane. Um, my name is Dani I am your host. Woo! <laughs> and I've been doing this show since 2017. In 2017, I quit all my jobs. I had like five. Um, I quit all my jobs to take my business full time. And at that time, I was very much into marketing. Like I was like, "Oh, make your passion your paycheck." And it was really my mission to have people have businesses and brands where they can be completely themselves and make money. And though that hasn't changed, (laughs) I have found so many more layers to that, that really, I believe my entire life has set me up to teach this work. Every single time I have a meltdown or something happens within my life, it is so centered on what I do in this world. And I strongly believe that one of the reasons why I meant to move through the really shitty shit times is to help others go through those exact same things with someone who gets it. And I think one of the most powerful things you can have in your life is a safe space where people fucking get it because not everyone's going to understand you. Not everyone's going to get it. Not everyone's going to believe in you. And it's so much our job to understand, believe in, and own who we are and let people just add to that magic instead of taking it away or instead of delegating our own personal power or our own confidence to someone else and saying, Hey, can you please tell me that I'm good enough? It's like, we take radical responsibility for who we are in this world and what we get to do. And what really got me started? I wanted to talk about that mainly because I get that question a lot. Everyone always asks me, what got you started on teaching confidence? Like how did you go from where you were to like teaching what you do now? How did you go from where you were to writing a book? And there are so many different things that I focus on within confidence and within that realm of feeling fucking amazing in your life and owning who you are. And it all stems from experiences that I've had. So There's a huge story around my body. Maybe that'll be a whole nother episode podcast, um, for this podcast. There is an entire story around my business and what made me want to actually start like working for myself in the first place. And those are all in my book, by the way, (laughs) if you wanted to read it right now, uh, you can grab that on Amazon. It's get off your ass and into your life. Um, and there's a huge journey around confidence in general and being okay with being misunderstood and being okay with being rejected and being okay with having our biggest fears come true where people might not understand us or might not know how to love us and still even though we have those experiences still stand strong in who we are and say hey this is me and still strong stand strong in who we are and say hey I get to still validate myself. I get to still feel fucking amazing. And I still get to share who I am, even when the people close to us might not get it. And so I wanted to go in behind the scenes of that journey for myself and what that was like and why I teach on that in the way that I do. So when I was born, (laughs) if you've heard my story before, I always like to say that I came in jazz hands first into this world. I like jazz hands glitter, like, like that little frog in Looney Tunes. Like, hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Um, that was me coming out of the womb. That's how exactly how I picture it. Um, that is the literary form that I came into this world with. And I had the pleasure of being this really bright, bubbly little kid who loved to tell stories, who loved to talk about her feelings, who loved to share herself with other people, ask questions, like love to learn about people. And I was born into a football family that was very much like rub some dirt in it. We don't talk about emotions here, (laughs) unless we're screaming at the top of our lungs at one another. We don't talk about emotions here. And with that, of course, I had a family who didn't really know how to cater to my personality. I very much found myself the black sheep with the family being too much or too dramatic or having too many emotions or being too sensitive or being too whatever, right? Being too loud, being too bubbly, being too happy. Like all these labels were put on me at a very young age. And I found solace in going into theater camp and going into theater in general. I knew in my heart and soul that what I wanted to do when I grew up was to have the ability to be anything that I wanted to be. And in my head, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, an actor, because then I could be a fairy or then I could be, I could be whenever I wanted to be. If I wanted to be a superhero, I could be a superhero. But I was like, I refuse to quote unquote, grow up and be hardened by the world. So in my head, I was like, ah, perfect. I'll go into theater. And if you are a actor and you've gone on auditions or you've lived life within the professional theater realm, you know that that's like hilarious. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be hardened by the world. Let me go into a very, very, um, interesting, like career choice that really puts a lot, a lot of, a lot of shit in your way. Right. And teaches you how, no, you shouldn't be who you are. You should be who we think you should be so that we can allow you to pay your rent this month. Right. And so that's exactly the experience that I had. So fast forward, really having that experience in my life of being too much of being too bold of being too loud. And this is where all these different intersections like come to a head because I chose a career and I chose a life path that was like, Hey, your body is too much. And that created a lot of toxic relationships with my body. And I also chose a career path that really mirrored my home life (laughs) and the fact of it really saying, okay, this is who you need to be to get a job. This is who you need to be to land this role. And at home, it was very much like, this is who you need to be to not piss people off. Because if you piss people off, it's going to piss everyone off. And if you piss everyone off, or if you have too big of an emotion, and it triggers someone else's big emotions, then chaos will ensue. And really what we do when we have experiences like this, which is one of the reasons why I am so passionate about this work is we say, okay, my life has shown me that it is unsafe to be all of me. My life has shown me that it's unsafe to share all my emotions. My life has shown me that it's unsafe to wear what I want to wear because someone's going to comment on my body or they're going to comment on my style or I might get bullied or whatever. We equate our entire past and we say, well, every time that I showed up in this way, I got this reaction. So maybe I should stop showing up in this way. And we shrink and we hide parts of who we are. And we convince ourselves that it's not safe to be all of us because we convince ourselves that no one can handle it and this is where we come up with stories where we're like oh i'm just hard to love which in relationships shows up like trying to make ourselves easy to love which means not making so many demands not because we have it we have this desire we want love we want affection we want all these things and we don't know how to communicate that to someone that maybe we need more support in a certain way and we convince ourselves that we're asking for too much So then it ends up like we lash out where we either demand so much because we feel like we're not worthy of any of it or we hide all our needs and desires in a relationship so that we can be easygoing. And then when we don't get it, we harbor resentment and we try to be like the cool girl or whatever. That's like, if you are a female identifying, there's like this ideology where it's like, Oh, I'm so cool. I'm so calm. I'm so collected. I don't have a ton of emotions. I'm so easygoing. Look how easy I am to love. I can just like, I'm just like so sexual, but I don't have any emotions. Like, look at me go like, you know what I mean? There's that archetype and that character that I blame nineties movies for, <laughs> but there's that archetype and that character that we can play in relationships in order to get love. And it's very manipulative. It's very, I call it a Cinderella effect where we say, I want to go to the ball. I want to, which can be anything for, we're talking about relationships, which could be like, I want to go to the ball. Okay. I want to land this person in my life. I want to have a really beautiful relationship. And that's the ball to us. Or we say, I want to have a thriving personal brand. And that's the ball to us. And we say, okay, I want to go to the ball. But right now, I don't feel good enough. Right now, I am like Cinderella. I feel like I'm standing in rags, that everyone's demanding so much of me that. I I don't have the ability to go as myself and just be myself fully. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to bippity boppity boo myself into a different version of me. And this different version of me is going to be easy to love, or this different version of me is going to be so freaking confident that no one will question it. Or this one version of me is going to dress the coolest, or this one version of me is going to make the most money ever, right? And we put these milestones on ourselves. And we're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be this person. And we go to the ball and then something happens. The clock strikes midnight, which is oftentimes like you are with a significant other. And something happens like that makes the relationship a little emotionally turbulent in the moment. And all of a sudden this big, beautiful gown that you have starts to turn back into rags because you're, acting off of old wounds, your beautiful glass slippers start to go back to normal slippers or whatever your big, beautiful carriage that you've been like carrying yourself around in, which is like your big ego shell turns into a pumpkin and we're like, well, shit. And we allow someone to see all of us, but it feels so unsafe because we've been taught for so long that it's not safe to be all of us. And so what happens? we fucking run we run or we try to control the situation and try to like many manipulate that person into thinking of us a certain way even though we've allowed ourselves to be seen and this I believe is so much of what's really like hard to grasp about this talk about confidence and owning who you are and like just be yourself and all these things it, a lot of the times the rhetoric is fluff because it doesn't take into account a lot of the experiences that we've had in the past or the current environments that we're in that is like a fishbowl that we just can't get out of because we can see how amazing our life is going to be if we just take that leap, but we're so stuck in the current dynamics that we have in our lives because we're so afraid of what's going to happen on the other side of that. And so my mission and one of the reasons why I fucking love this work. And I work this work in my life every single day. And I work with clients all around the world on this work so that they can really own the fuck out of who they are and become really emotionally intelligent in who they are and know themselves and know their shit and be able to show up and be bold and be the leader that they are destined to be and be able to walk into a room energy first and really fuel themselves and validate themselves on so many different levels. Like the reason why I do that is because I spent my entire life being the too much girl. I spent my entire life trying to dwindle myself to make myself easier to love. I spent my entire life literally being different people for the approval of others as a career form, right? Like I did that. I did special effects, makeup, and mask work. I literally have a degree in being other people. I have a degree in taking on other lives. I have a entire career backing me of the standards of beauty. And I remember even being on counter and and being on counter as a makeup artist, I mean, and doing people's makeup and having people come to me and say, oh, I wish I could wear red lipstick like you. I could never. I'm like, oh, why not? And they're like, oh, I just can't because this one magazine told me when I was 15 that my complexion doesn't work or whatever, right? Like it doesn't work with that shade or something like that. Like We buy into the bullshit of social standards that tell us, who we need to be, how we need to look, how we need to show up. And I think it's so fucking important that if you have had the experience of being too much, you probably have had the same experience of questioning yourself in every single turn and saying, Oh, what can I do in this situation to make myself more lovable? Or what can I do in this situation to make that person feel okay? Or what can I do in this situation to make myself more attractive? Or what can I do in this situation to bend myself to be more accepted in this space? Right. And so many times we ask ourselves that, and we don't question the dynamics that made us think those thoughts. We don't question the thoughts that we're having. We don't question the fact that, why does this other person, when I have big emotions, why is this person triggered to have huge emotions? And I feel like I need to console them. Interesting. Number one, am I holding space for my own emotions so that I can like actually be a safe, like I can have my emotions in a safe way in a way that's not like lashing out in a way that's not um, projecting it onto someone in a way that's not like vomiting my feelings onto someone expecting them to hold them for me. It's like What am I doing in this space that I can say I'm in the most integrity with who I am? But also even when we can be the most like cool, calm, collected person or feel really in touch with our feelings and communicate them strongly. If someone else has like an explosive reaction to that, instead of saying, holy shit, what did I do? How am I wrong in this? Being able to question the actual experience, being able to say, oh, That actually had nothing to do with me. That person's emotional response has nothing to do with me. And this is the fucking hardest part, right? Or this person said this thing about my body that actually has no reflection of my body. That is, And the reason why I feel like it does is because I've been trained through these magazines or these shows I used to watch or past relationships that my body's wrong or social media that my body's wrong. Like instead of questioning the social media or questioning why we're thinking that, or questioning the social constructs that make up why we feel like shit all the time, we question ourselves and we make ourselves wrong. Even when in comparison mode, right? We look at someone else and we think, oh my gosh, they're amazing. And then if you have comparisonitis, (laughs) right? You instantly, the next thought will be, well, fuck, I guess. I can't ever get a significant other like that person because I am not as great as them or as pretty as them or as whatever. Or we think, wow, that person's seeing so much success in their business. Well, clearly I'm not going to see success in my business because that person has all these things that I don't have. Right. And we instantly, our second thought is this is how much greater this other person is than us. And we disregard everything that makes us fucking magic in this world and mark my words It is my mission to have you see the magic in who you are, have you see and own and understand what makes you, you, your needs, your wants, your desires, how you want to show up in this world, how you want to share who you are in this world. If you have a personal brand, how you communicate yourself to the world, because that's all branding is, is I'm going to communicate who the fuck I am to you, where we have it backwards where we're like, Oh, how can I curate a brand that everyone likes? And it's like, no then you're going to be constantly shackling yourself to the expectations and beliefs of another person, which is all just subjective anyways, based on their own thoughts, their own beliefs, their own way of life, the way that they were raised, the things that they consumed. So that's a little bit about my story. That's a little bit about where I came from. And this podcast is taking on a whole new energy because I'm going to be bringing on guests who may be the quote unquote black sheep of their industry but they're owning the fuck out of their message. They're owning who they are, no matter who tells them not to they're owning taboo topics. They're owning their own voice. They're owning their belief system. They're owning all these different parts. And I want you to see how powerful it is when people are truly committed to owning the fuck out of who they are. And I want that to give you permission to own the fuck out of who you are. So know that you're fabulous You got to stop being so secretive about it. Know that anything is possible for you when you're standing strong in who you are, you are worthy of love. You are worthy of success and you are worthy of it fucking all because you are who you are. I cannot wait to share with you the guests that we have coming on the show. I cannot wait to share with you the new and exciting episodes that I have coming up and ah, this is going to be fucking amazing. So kick ass, take names, change the world you're fabulous, stopping so secretive about it. And I'll catch you next time. Hey friends, I hope you freaking loved that episode. And if you did, let me know what you loved about it by leaving me a review below or tagging me on all the social medias. It would mean the world to me. And as always, you're freaking fabulous, stopping so secretive about it. I hope you hit that subscribe button and I hope we catch you next time.